Oh, hey there. Didn't see you come in. You caught me in the middle of my latest work, and I think it's my best yet. Now, I've been crafting replacement humans for a long time. I don't think there's a mansmith in the world who knows more than... Hang on a second. What's up? Oh, this is a secret? Oh. Well, it's a live feed, so, uh... uh, uh hang on, I think I can salvage this. Give me a moment. Sorry, I was just informed by my producers that I've been slurring my words a bit. I'm a man's myth. I craft tales and heroes of yore. The hammering thing is just a bit I like to do. There's no plot to replace humanity with steel replicas. There's no plot to replace humanity with steel replicas. There's no plot to replace humanity with steel replicas. Listener discretion is advised. Juggalos, Juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... The man. The myth. The mutant. Shmeev. <laughs> it's the man's myth, Shmeev. Oh. Yeah. You're just a myth. Damn it. Uh-huh. I knew it. How do you feel knowing that you're similar to Bigfoot? Uh, kind of metaphorical, honestly. Well, 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 well. Like I'm supposed to like stand in for something and like bring some kind of like kind of tell, explain a, a concept to somebody without like, you know, like by telling a story or like I'm, I'm supposed to be like an example of a concept that somebody can understand without having to get too deep into it. Oh. Well, I'm sure we'll cover songs to talk about that. I doubt it. <laughs> How you doing? I am doing okay. You know, I just realized something, though, and I What's feel that? very, very bad that on our last oh, episode, it was the last episode of Juggalo Judgment for the year ever. And it also was right before Christmas, and we did not wish anybody happy holidays. You're not even hearing this, uh, this one right now, because that was the last episode ever. Did, oh, that's not. We're done. We're going to be hearing something right now. <laughs> so, A, we hope you had a wonderful holiday season, and it's the new year. New year, new you. Mike, did you get anything good for Christmas? I sure did. I I got insert item here. Wow, that's cool. Uh, I got, and then I also got a... Uh... Whoa! That's epic. I'm not going to fill anything in there. <laughs> it's it's going to be exactly what we just did. <laughs> that well, is I hope totally uh, everybody fine. listening at home, uh, who we are glad to have back or mm -hmm. uh, welcome in for the first time ever, I hope y'all had a, a nice holiday season and got some, some good stuff or just got to... Got to spend some time with people safely, either exactly. virtually or, you know, within your within your bubble. Exactly, exactly. Because that's we all know how rough that's been uh, d during these crazy times. It's been a time, but it looks like um, I mean, we still got we still got some time on the clock for this shit. But, uh, you know, there's oh, there's sure. 
there's an end in sight. And with that, hopefully nobody's going to be too, like, eager to just dive back in immediately and fuck everything up for us. But that's what they're going to do. It's going to happen. Like, we're we're bound to have those people. Hopefully by that point... Hopefully by that point, the people who need protected the most are well protected Mm -hmm. and everybody who does stupid shit does it at their own peril (laughs) instead of everyone else's. Yeah, we can only hope. So fingers and toes crossed there. But let's try and get things on a lighter note. Um, If y'all will remember, our last episode was about ICP's The Calm, which was a huge departure from... Pretty much everything that we had ever heard from ICP up to that point. Yeah. Uh, a, a record that we were actually kind of like, this isn't bad. Um, we, we drew our comparisons where we could and still mm-hmm. came up with, I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much right. But now we have to shift over to, you know, the big guns. <laughs> On psychopathic at the time. Uh huh. At this point, it's just a joke. Um, we're, we're hot off the talking? heels of their hit album, the Chainsmoker LP. <laughs> <laughs> but doubled up this time. Yeah, the it's other twisted. half is here. It's it's twisted. We're with our twisty boys. Yeah. For the first of two welcome albums. back to twisties dot <laughs> First of two albums <laughs> in the year of 2005. Now, I want to point something out. At the time of recording, it's it's still December, but... At the time of recording, it's still year, the same day we recorded The Calm, just so it, you know. Yeah, yeah, it is. In the year 2020, Twisted released two albums this year. Two original albums. One was in March... Or no, I'm sorry, it was in April, actually. And the other um, dropped in November. So that was a seven-month difference. Yes. This time, that was not the case. Okay. (laughs) They dropped this shit uh, a month apart, I believe. I, I I am almost certain that it was within... It was it was under two months difference. Between releasing Man's Myth, Volume 1, which we're talking about today, and Mutant, Volume 2. Yes. Now, here is where the concerns arise. We were already informed prior to these albums dropping that these were not going to sound the same. As each other or as their previous work? Uh... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay. So if you look in, I think it might actually be in the um, insert for the calm. It shows uh, there's two sides to every story. And it, it says, you know, Mansmith and Mutant and with their release dates. I just want to say every time you say Mansmith, it sounds like you're saying Man Smith. <laughs> so I should I should have a little bit more space in between. No, I think you should continue talking about the creator of the Tin Man, the Mansmith. Oh, okay, okay, great. But the first record was going to be a primarily hip-hop-centric album, with the other being a 
rock album. Instantly, when people hear Twisted Rock album, they go to the original project that was thought up, um, Black Magic, which we know got scrapped and eventually shifted over into what became Mirror Mirror. We're not talking about Mutant today. No. We're just giving you some insight as to this was what was going on in 2005, in the middle of 2005. Uh, if I remember correctly, I believe that Mansmith dropped in June, and as I said, the Mutant dropped a month later. I believe it was actually right after the Gathering. From what it sounds like, uh, it was that Tuesday after the Gathering. I don't know if people got Mutant early at the Gathering or if they were literally like, "Nope, you gotta wait," <laughs> which would be kind of a dick move. Um, but spoiler alert: Mutant is not the next episode that we are going to cover. So. Let y'all rattle your brains for that one. This is why during the intro, I decided to just do that intro that I said I, that I was saying to myself I would do because I was like, I, I can't I won't remember by the time we do mutant to do that. So, yeah, there you go. So. Yeah, there's really not a lot of preamble. We yeah, there's the, a, last, the last official twisted album that we had was uh, Green Book from 03. Yep. Which marked a. Decent enough change in their sound and something that I think would become a uh, it's like the gold standard for Twisted. Yeah, it's it's kind of a new base for them um, that future albums were going to be built upon. So we'll see how that works on the hip hop side of things right here. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's dive into an insert here real quick. The Twisted mm-hmm. Man's Myth Volume One book. Uh, yes, because you have my copy of the album. Yeah, it also has a little insert that says, where are you going to be when the hatchet attacks? And it was the uh, the entire psychopathic family all together for the first time on one stage for one night. So I don't actually think that that uh, show happened. Oh, my God. I could be wrong. If anybody has insight, please let me know. But I'm almost certain that hatchet attacks did not happen Damn. that year in 2005. There was a hatchet attack show uh quite a bit later i think it might have been in 2010 2008 something like that i don't remember um but i'm almost certain that that one didn't happen in 05 but if it did let me know the other side of it is a super villains uh ad which i guess means i'm gonna have to listen to that soon so here we go uh yeah it's it's in a couple it's in a couple uh i think it's in like two months or so did it actually release august 16th 2005 I think that might have, actually. Oh, my God, they did it. <laughs> so, yeah, inside the actual booklet, though, we have a uh, picture of a mushroom cloud. Uh, and then this big fucking monologue on the bottom. <laughs> From the beginning of time, man's myths have plagued the world like a sickness, contaminating the... Wi- it, it goes on. It goes yeah. on. There's a, a quick note. There are two sides to every story. Probably the one you were talking about in the com mm-hmm. uh, for Mutant Volume 2. And then a series of pages of images that say things like some of them want to use you, some of them want to get used by you, some of them want to abuse you, some of them want to be abused, and then the rest of them go, <laughs> And then we have twisted action figure ads here, rotocast action figures. They can strangle each other. Oh, wait, oh, they're the, um, oh, the uh, Etten. That's cool. So those ones... I have been trying to find for a very long time. Uh, 
no joke, Monoxide, uh, I think like two months ago, found a box of them that he had <laughs> that were still unopened. And he was like doing giveaways or whatever. And I was I was trying to win one and I didn't win. There's actually two versions of them. The primary one has the uh, their white and black face paint. And the other one has uh, red faces. There's also a DVD that comes um, with this album, as is uh, one in Mutant. Now, yep. unfortunately, I can't remember for sure because we didn't get to watch this ahead of time to prep. The DVD for Man's Myth contains a kind of an interview with Twisted where they are talking about their history from the beginning of Psychopathic up until then. Mm-hmm. And if I... If I remember right, it also has footage from the Gathering 2004 uh, from their performance. I'm pretty sure that's that's on this one. Also of note, um, and this is on both um, DVDs for Man's uh, Man's Myth and for Mutant, it has instrumental versions of every track with the lyrics as well that you can just play. So basically karaoke versions. Which is a very, very nice touch. That's pretty um, cool, yeah. I think that's the first time that anybody on Psychopathic did that. So this was at a, at a time where um, we were getting a lot of DVDs attached in CDs. We mentioned that back with uh, with A1 Yola that, you know, oh, hey, let's just let's toss a DVD in there as well. It happened with fucking um, Roadfuls. There were four CDs that Psychopathic put out in 2005 that came with DVDs. I like, have all of them right here. Yeah, you're holding on to all of them because <laughs> silly me thought you might watch them. <laughs> what a fool you were. I'm glad what because fool. you. whenever you were talking about like what was on the DVD, <laughs> I'm like, he didn't even try to ask me if I knew what was on the DVD because he knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But again, I'm, I'm guessing because if the gathering footage is not on that one, then it's on the other one. And guess what? I'll talk about that one <laughs> on that episode. Yeah. But yeah, that was a really, really cool thing that they uh, decided to toss on there with was the instrumentals with the lyrics. So, you know, if you didn't have the Internet and couldn't go on songmeanings.com, <laughs> you could just pop in this DVD player if you had a DVD player in 2005, which I mean. I you had like, a PS2. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what happened. This. OK, let's let's talk about that. You didn't yeah. buy a DVD player. You bought a PS2. All the time. So yeah. you had a You DVD didn't buy player. a Blu-ray player. You bought a PS3. You bought a PS3. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't buy an HD DVD player. You bought an Xbox 360. Maybe. Uh, I don't think... Did people do the HD DVDs, really? Uh, so, I mean, it became a dead format, but whenever it was decided that Blu-rays would beat out HD DVDs... There were people who wanted um, refunds for their 360s because they thought that that was going to be the primary thing. And, like, re- and retailers were like, no. No. Yeah, that's <laughs> like it's kind of fucked up, but it, it was a gamble you took. You bought a game system yeah. to play games. Don't don't buy a thing for its for a secondary purpose and expect to, like, get something back whenever it doesn't whatever that secondary purpose becomes useless because that's not, that's not what it was for. <laughs> like, no, no, exactly. It was a perk. Yeah. So but yeah, that's, that's, think, that's all the preamble I think we need for this. Yeah. So, uh, at this point we have to crack open 
a motherfucking fagel. Uh, shiz, what do you got, dude? Over here, I have a genuine fago delicious vanilla cream soda. Oh, that sounds really good right now. What do I you kinda... got? I have a genuine old-fashioned draft style root beer. Nice. This, you know, yeah. good pairing, I think. It really is. Let's crack them open. Sure. And this one is not expired. I'm glad it lasted the two weeks between recordings. <laughs> oh, lovely. So let's hop right into Mansmith with the first track, Introduction. The following program has been rated NC-17 by the RIAA certification. Yeah, this motherfucker's no two minutes and 23 seconds long. Oh my god, talk over so all of it. fucking long. So, we got, got a lot of clips, some maybe from movies. I swear to God. I don't think any of these are from movies. I think they're literally all twisted. I don't think all of them are. Oh, I think most of them are, at the very I, least. I think, I think some are, but like, some of them I, sound like I clips could probably like... point out who is who. Yeah, there is one that I swear to God could almost be Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> like this yeah stand up for your country we need you to fight my war that's monoxide I'm not tell you what it's about. could see that yeah Jamie Jamie <laughs> mostly Jamie doing yeah. a lot of heavy lifting here so yeah, these are talking about a lot of, uh, hey Jamie, this sounds like Alex Jones, but it's, it's a lot of, you know, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but also a lot of controversial topics. So we hear, uh, you know, about war, um, there's stuff about, uh, aliens, uh, right here, uh, deals with, uh, the church scandal. Uh, within the Catholic Church. Oh, um, I didn't pay attention to a lot of it, so I just kind of yeah. about things. Um, so it's this is this is the interesting thing. This is attempting to set a tone that I think only a couple songs really follow through with, for sure. Um, at, oh, this right here, Shaggy Tudo. Yeah, that was yeah. Oh, I actually like that. And this is going to roll right into track number two, Karma. Relation 
second coming a dark spawn. We're preparing a path for the children of Babylon in search of Zion. Or a chemical release, at least it gives us inner peace for a second so we can sleep. Riddled by daydreams and puzzled by life. All of us are running through darkness in search of the light as the demons disappear like phantoms and mirrors to reappear. Transformed in the form of your fears. I got a feeling that you think it's all phony and far fetched till you're devoid of all hope and virtually helpless. It's necessary to never let it get worse and it's gotten. It'll go on forever even after you're right. And depending on the karma, spirit dwelling in inner being will determine eternity unless you intervene with your man-made destiny in a myth that it withholds. You will never find the light as long as your eyes are closed. Are you going to hell or heaven? Did you walk with the sinners or pray with the reverend? Tell the truth, I did a little of both, but ain't no telling where I'm going till my body's a ghost that we say. The whole world's gonna hate me in the end when I'm surrounded by nothing but the fire. Nothing but the fire. You can lie, but you're soaking in sin when you die. Let your karma begin. From the beginning to the end. You can see it all around you, right? So don't act like Fritz is putting in some work on this track. Okay, so this was a, a Fritz produced. Uh, I assumed it was Fritz. Uh, I didn't look. Oh, yeah. But, unfortunately, uh, I don't have anything well, on here. I'll look it up then. Oh, thank you, buddy. What do you What do you got on this track? <laughs> I was leaning down to get the CD. That's why I sounded so far away. What do you it's got okay. on this track? So this is honestly just pretty self-explanatory. Um, it's, it's really a matter of if you're a piece of shit when you're alive, um, that's going to bite you in the ass and it's, uh, it's offering a a bit of self-reflection. It's almost like this is something that could have been on a Joker card Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the past. Um, just not wrapped as eloquently, um, there is actually, uh, as I mentioned on our last episode, uh, there is a remix of this song that appears on the same project um, as the that aforementioned song from The Calm that I am actually more of a fan of. And uh, I got I got kind of uh, a virtual scolding uh, for that from uh, from Robbie of Twisted History. Damn. <laughs> and I don't care. Um but yeah, I uh, I dig this song. It actually, it makes sense that this is the first um, track that we're hearing um, for for trying to keep that tone going. Um, so yeah, I, I don't mind it. It's it's kind of spooky, and and that's okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, first production by Fritz, uh, mixed by Fritz Lavelle and Twisted. So, this track. I had this this theory going on here, and I, I I'm carrying this feeling through here as I'm listening to this. Mm-hmm. It feels like they wanted to make their own version of like Wraith and Hell's Pit like mashed together. <laughs> okay. In one song? Sort of. <laughs> I mean, like, the whole concept of it, kind of, like, I, I think I sent a thing to you. I was like, am I get, is, are, are we getting, like, a Christian rap album here? Are we going, <laughs> is T-Bone, the godfather and the epitome of Christian hip-hop, going to appear on this album to drop a verse? Is he going to chop it up somewhere here? 
he doesn't and i'm kind of disappointed by it <laughs> but like this one's weird because it feels very much in the vein of like born again christian but like seconds after they committed a mass murder <laughs> and like they had like this sudden flip to evangelism <laughs> like they just put down the gun and they're like well you know you really should be good in life uh oh you so need this to lead was supposed a... to be so this was supposed to be on the wraith that's what you're saying yeah something like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i it's weird i don't know um i guess I don't I don't know. So yeah. I, I should I should make a note though. Um but I'm sorry to interrupt, but okay. I, I did want to point this out. There have been a couple of recent interviews that Twisted did with I believe it was Notfest, um, where they basically went through their discography and, and talked a little bit about each record and each era. Mm -hmm. And when they got to Man's Myth, they Paul said uh that was the rock one, right? And he <laughs> He was they were uh, and Jamie was like, no, 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 that was mute. And he's like, oh, that's right. He's like, man's myth was where we went a bit experimental. I guess it's almost as if saying the term experimental. After a project is already long and done with. Is a way to say this didn't turn out the way we wanted it to. Yeah, I mean, well, and... I mean, that's that's a part of experimenting is sometimes <laughs> it doesn't work and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. And I mean, we will probably see that like as this um, album goes, but this is a bit of of I, I, I keep saying the word departure and I don't want to do that because it's not it's still twisted. Oh, yeah. But they're doing different stuff that doesn't necessarily line up with what they've had in the past where we just said earlier the green book was like kind of a new baseline for them to to hit mm -hmm. uh this does not necessarily adhere to their own formula they they put from that album i think yeah. like they, so, they still have really good flow like mm -hmm. what we generally expect from twisted i think jamie is in top fucking form on here mm. like oh for sure his we, he, he's he's dropping some fucking rhymes and he is <clears throat> he's weaving his words together in just really good ways like he's just got he is like perfecting his style mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's good like it's, in that way it's honestly not until in my opinion it's not until i want to say 2010 or 2012 where monoxide really like shows up to fucking play like mm -hmm. jamie for for the longest time was oh yeah i love jamie's verses he's amazing monoxide's yeah. okay um monoxide has is, very specific moments and very specific styles in which he mm -hmm. fucking shines but like for this it's, kind it's of stuff of in general, Jamie's got got the got it. He's got it. <laughs> yeah, it's Jamie is far more consistent. Yeah, at this point in time, and you know what? That's that's totally fine. That means that you know we can look to him to have a very solid 
uh, verse or something like that, and that's totally okay. He's versatile. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that monoxide is dog shit throughout, no. you know, from from most tasteless up until you know, 2010 <laughs> or 2012. I'm not saying that at all. Oh, no. I think that whenever it finally does click, and he said it himself, like whenever it finally clicks, it is a almost night and day difference for the better. Um, but Jamie is just far more the person who I'm more interested in listening to. Um, now, granted, there are moments, even on this record, where I'm going to eat my eat my own words for it. I, <laughs> I freely admit this. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Jamie is is more so the one that shines throughout as a whole. But it, it's it's all in due time. All in due time. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's about all I had for this. Uh, aside from like, I mean, this is just like a general twisted thing. But like in this track in particular, I noticed it a lot. So I was I, I took it down now. Really good vocal doubling in this track. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's set to good effect. Like Jamie almost always has vocal doubling on his stuff. And it's just always really good. It's also I I, I do like that Jamie does the his his almost sung chorus is in mm -hmm. like his normal ish voice but his verses are generally in his like the gravelly like ho the horror the core horror voice. voice yeah <laughs> like i like jamie is the first artist that i heard to really do that which is why it's almost so cliche when anybody else does it but i mean he he does it so well so i yeah. want to continue hearing it and that's why in in good old 2020 slash 2021 whenever he does that i love it because he doesn't do it often because it fucks with your throat <laughs> he was he was inspired by and perfected the technique of chronic zombies shut the actual fuck up anyway up next is track three story of I our lives i fucking hate you <laughs> This one this is a fucking drag. This is that hot shit. Mm -hmm. uh, this is like the, this is the track that would pick me up in the middle of a Psychopathics from Outer Space album. Oh, man, I didn't even think about that. That totally 
has that vibe. Cause like this doesn't seem like a track that I would find honestly in the middle of an album really. Like it seems like one that, it, it seems like a single that they would throw out at some point. It would just be the hottest fucking thing. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, what's interesting, I forgot to mention this. Um, this is actually one of the first Twisted albums I ever got. Oh. I was, uh, I was given this Freak Show and Mutant uh, all at once along with uh, <laughs> along with City of Evil by ba- uh, Event Sevenfold and uh, the self-titled uh, Rage Against the Machine album. Nice. Um, for uh, Christmas, the girl I was dating at the time got me all five of these. Damn. In Christmas of 07, I think. Sounds about right. So this is one of the first things of Twisted on their own that I'd ever gotten. And so this is one of the first Twisted tracks I ever heard. And, oh shit, was this a good start. (laughs) (laughs) This is, uh, to this day, one of my favorite, like, Twisted tracks. It is one of the best singles that they ever came up with. Because this is a single, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, I could, I mean, like, it has to be... (laughs) There is a music video for it, which was a pretty decently sized production. Did you happen to check out the video for this? Oh, okay. No, so what are you thinking? The, the, the video. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if you would have done yeah. that for one of your listens, but the video for it was uh, filmed in an abandoned uh, asylum, and it was a, a fairly decent sized production. Uh, Twisted. Uh, apparently they were like at a makeup chair for like eight hours getting various prosthetics and stuff added onto their face. So they, they look like they're actually uh, connected like Siamese twins. And there are doctors there that, you know, that tell them they're going to make them better. And so it'll alternate between twisted being in uh, these prosthetics uh, on with the, with those on their face uh, and with their new face paint, which was generally red with um, it's almost like kind of like fireballs or something uh, on their eyes. Huh. Uh, there are guest appearances by other people from Psychopathic. Blaze, I believe, is in there. Esham shows up. I think he's a doctor. Um, I think ABK is in there as well. So, I mean, a lot of the people, basically a lot of the people from Psychopathic that weren't ICP were in the video. <laughs> um, there's a couple chicks in there that are Interesting that are dancing. exclusion. Hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, there's a couple, uh, there's a couple uh, ladies in there that are scantily clad and they're dancing around. And then whenever the camera zooms in, they also have prosthetics on their face to make them uh, look hideous and, and disgusting. Cool. It's, it's an interesting take. But it's, uh, it's, it's a cool video. Um, and I think it should be seen by, by people who are, who are big, uh, big fans of them. And, uh, (laughs) sorry, I have to, (laughs) God damn it. I sent him a picture of the guitarist (laughs) from Mudvayne and that, uh, that red face paint that he had for the dig music video and presumably their shows in that era where they wore face paint. I said that that's what I imagine uh, Twisted's face paint. I mean, like. it's it's kind of close, but not really. So, yeah. That said, Story of Our Lives is still one of the coolest songs I think they've ever done. Okay. And I have only ever heard it live, like, maybe twice. Damn. Um, 
Yeah. And the first time I heard it was within the last like couple of years or something. It seems like they just don't do it often. And I'm like, how can you not? That beat gets people jumping. Right. Like, it's it is such a good beat. Shit. So much good flow in there. Like, here's where Monoxide picks it the fuck up. Yeah. Like, they're both sure. just on point. Their verses, fucking snappy. Like, they are through them. Like, they're in, they're out, they're done, they're, they got it. Like, it, yep. it feels so good. This track flows so well. Like, just even... Not like, you know, there's the rapper's flow, but then there's also like just the way that the song moves and it's it's so satisfying. Um, I do want to note a couple lines in here. We have uh, Jamie Madrox shouting out his Ultraman flow. <laughs> but I I feel like whenever you do something like that, I always want you to like drop an Ultraman related line. But he didn't. He just said that he has an Ultraman flow, and that was it. But it lingers in your mind and constantly echoes. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe that's an Ultraman related thing. The, the one thing I know about Ultraman is that he gets his power from the sun. Uh, there you go. But then we have Monoxide, who refers to himself as a carnival reject. Mm. Which which carnival, Paul? Just just the, planting those seeds. The dark carnival, Paul? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to tell us? And aside from that, they're just stunting. Yeah. Which <laughs> which is okay. It's the twisted thing. But you know yeah, what? Whenever it's in a track really this well, good, when it's in a track this good, I don't care. Can, this is yeah, great. It. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. I uh, I do like how it's structured where uh Monoxide does that full verse at the beginning. Then Madrox um, comes in after the chorus and they do Madrox does a half verse and then Paul does one as well. And then after the chorus, Jamie does that entire final verse. It's it's a cool way that they structure it as opposed to, you know, oh, we're each doing half verses for, you know, right. Half verses each chorus, half verses chorus switches it up, gives it yeah. gives it that good feel. It's nifty. It's nifty. But I, I love this fucking song. I have mm-hmm. no qualms about it. Well, with that, I'm going to skip forward to 3.30. Yeah, that's, uh, that's about where I was going to say, too. We got to skip to... Hello? What up, man? Shit, what's up? Hey, you my boy, right? Huh? So this is Lavelle, I believe. You my boy, right? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> what the fuck is that? You my boy, right? Yeah, what? I don't understand. You ain't gonna deal with me. Huh? You ain't gonna deal with me. Man, what the fuck is he talking about? I should point out that there is an actual CD single for Story of Our Lives, and it does not have this skit attached to it. What did you do? It's the saving grace of the single. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I've used that version as opposed to this. Um, if I remember correctly, this is this skit gets referenced on Mutant. Really? I believe so. Okay. This is gonna go right into track four. Won't die. In like ten more seconds. What the hell? No, what the fuck is wrong with you? You my boy, man. 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 You my boy
of the night we get high we don't die see but them stating that they don't die uh-huh. is a matter of them saying no we refuse to die uh-huh. in here they are actually unable to do so yeah it's like the completion of the concept of the setup in We Don't mm. Die. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh so I dig this song. Yeah. I think it's I think it's really cool. But I'm honestly kind of surprised that this wasn't done by ICP. Like, subject yeah. matter wise, this really sounds like something that ICP would have done you know what at this one is, point. And I don't think they ever did. Like. I can't remember if the fucking track from Hell's Pit. Uh, oh, every day I die. Every day I die. But he dies. Except he doesn't. I mean, he comes back. He yeah. got better. <laughs> got better. <laughs> but yeah, like that's it's it just really sounds like something that ICP would have tried, but yeah. probably not done as well. So I have an interesting question. <laughs> Okay. Because of lyrics and the possible, like, I'm pretty sure I heard this correctly. Does Monoxide know what the word concubine means? Because the way he drops it in a line sounds as though he's referring to himself with that, which I guess he can, but. It's not exact. I don't think it's the word that he wants to refer to himself as. <laughs> and I mean, I'll I, leave that I to the know. audience to just look up for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, why don't you explain for the audience? I was just going to leave it to them to look so, up on their own time. Uh, that class uh, is in session and we don't have time for this right now. You know what? That's no class is not in session. Court's in session. This is judgment, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus. It's the lesser ladies of your house that are usually below the status of your wives, but are still fuckable. Oh, well. <laughs> in general. Well, shit. 
Um, yeah, why would Monoxide call himself? I don't know. I don't know. And I listened to it a bunch of times. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what he's saying. And I mean, like, I know that genius is usually wrong on a lot of stuff, but I mean, like, maybe it's just confirmation bias, but I couldn't hear any other possible thing that he was saying there. Well, maybe if you put in the DVD that had all the lyrics for each track, you may have found it. Yeah, that. damn. I, well, if they have those on those, maybe maybe genius has the correct lyrics then. That's I what I was honestly wondering. I wonder if people pulled them. Directly I doubt it from because there, there's but... still a lot of like wrong stuff that I saw. In there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which is unfortunate. Whenever there's apparently just a resource for it, like <laughs> <laughs> I, I are you surprised? Really? Come on. Well, I thought. That the psychopathic fam took this shit seriously. <laughs> I thought they cared. I thought they were fucking down for life and that they would put in the goddamn effort. I'm sorry that I just believed they were better than they are. You asked for way too much. I asked for a very small amount. And yes, it was still that too much. That was too much. <laughs> disappointed in you juggalos all of you all of you not mad disappointed. just disappointed just disappointed and that's why the show is over well sorry stank biscuits i guess you don't get any more of this episode maybe maybe we'll try again and maybe this time you'll get it right I'm feeling sacrilegious and I'm so mad at the church I can't believe they would inflict so much hurt Why could you put such a hole in my face That I constantly feel like I'm falling from grace And being chased by this face that lives inside of the hate That lives inside of the way that I always seem to relate Cry for me and if I ever find the answer I promise I'll spread it quick and it can't Now ask yourself Are there really things that go up in the night Or are we taught as children to have fright for things that might live and breathe or maybe not even exist Cause fear is a son of a bitch A man's mess And his job is keeping the urban legends alive By telling stories and enhancing them with devilish lies So stay afraid of the many beings of strange things that will live forever in folklore Remain to be seen Get it right. I forgot to mention that uh, Story of Our Lives was produced by Fritz the Cat and the ROC. No. Oh. And this was uh So what was Lavelle. Won't Die? Oh, wait. oh, Won't Die was Lavelle. Sorry. Oh, okay. So uh, Get It Right was? Also Lavelle. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I forgot how many I missed in there, but whatever. So it's all good. This is Lavelle. And it's a pretty good beat. Yes, it's it's solid. This is the intro in song form. It is. This is this is where they get back on track with what I guess they were trying to talk about. Right. And like I said before, that that intro track is going to kind of permeate through a handful of tracks on this album. 
but not the entirety of it, which yeah. when when we think of the, the, the phrase concept album, it's almost like Psychopathic never gets that right. Yeah, I mean, I'm this not one... trying to say this was supposed to be a concept yeah, album, but when, whenever whenever they're coming up with like, this is the idea that we'd like it to be about, I would expect, you know, as opposed to, uh, okay, Monoxide mentions, what was it? Uh, an eight bar phrase that was about, you know, the church. Okay, um, so we have we have the Catholic on. Church, yeah. We have okay. we have Big Pharma. Mm-hmm. We've got just suicide in general, mm-hmm. and we have bad things. TM, right? So what I feel like would have probably been a better approach was to just create tracks for each of those topics, like Crooked Preacher Killers. I. I'm got a bloody as much up. as I don't care for that song. Yeah. Like we have to, whenever you're just relegating these subjects, like, and cramming them into one or two tracks, which guess what? That's what happens here. Mm-hmm. It's almost not giving them as much weight as what a lot of people would be deemed necessary for them. Yeah. Like these aren't like, these aren't easy things to talk about, you know. Well, some of them are easier to talk about now. Again, big pharma, fuck it. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, but like, we we have to we have to understand. Like, I mean, I, I'm gonna keep referring to it just because it's the the first one that comes to mind on on this record is, you know, the Catholic Church scandal. Yeah, that was major headlines, and still people talk about it to this day. For sure. Having that be a seemingly throwaway verse in one song that's also talking about things like I think Jamie Madrox mentions aliens in this track as well. Not really the same level of. I don't know if I want to say importance. Or or, or whatever, but it's it's almost like it's devaluing what they're trying to talk about by not really giving it a proper focus on its own. Eh, I don't know. I, I understand where you're coming from. I mean, like, I think Twisted is very weird in, in the way that they handle things. Uh, they don't like to dwell on things for very long in a track. Um, you know, they, they... Well, let me rephrase that. They don't like to dwell on certain things in a track for too long. Uh, a lot of times, whenever they will go through stuff like this, it's very, yeah, I said my thing that I had to say in this many bars, and uh, I don't really need any more bars to talk about it. And, <laughs> you know, I feel that. Anytime that, I, like, as as a kid, anytime that I would have to write essays and stuff for school, <laughs> it was the worst goddamn thing. Because I'd have, like, you know, they'd have, like, a... On a, a set amount of words that I would have to write, or a set amount of paragraphs or pages. Anytime it was a page limit, I was fucked. Oh, um, that was the worst. But it's like, I'm sorry, I just don't have that much to say. I I said what I needed to say about this, and I got the fuck out. And also, why are you mad at me for plagiarizing? I'm sorry, somebody else already wrote everything there is to say about this. I don't fucking need to. Who like, needs I my could, opinion? Uh, I could have written X amount of the, yeah, well, you're not in my brain. 
<laughs> like, I'm sorry, my brain did not come up with these words and sentences and phrases that you have in your head. I'm sorry, you need 25 fucking kids to write about Beowulf to understand it. I mean, Beowulf's a cool story, though. It was okay. <laughs> I I get it, but at the same time, and it's it's sometimes it's unfair to compare past with the present. Um, I'll, I'll I'll spoil a track. We're not going to hear it for quite a while, but there's a song that Twisted came up with on their 2019 album Generation Nightmare called Role Models. Mm-hmm. And it is an entire track all about a lot of the, uh, you know, popular celebrities that, you know, we found out, oh, they're not as perfect as we'd like to think they are. For sure. Like they mentioned stuff like Bill Cosby. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They I, he's like the, the first person that comes to mind there. <laughs> but they, like they talk about all of those kinds of people throughout that whole song. And granted. That came out 14 years after this album. So they've been writing for a long time. Yeah. They've gotten to the point of perfecting it. But I guess I just because I know what they can do. It's like, man, I wish that they hit that earlier on. And yeah, it's it's probably not fair of me to want that. But at the <laughs> same time, it's like you, you have ceilings of what you're going to do. Right. want to get there sooner <laughs> like well some someday we will get to that album and uh we'll get to judge whether or not they get it right you're right we did just listen to this song damn you know what you know Maybe what? next time I'll get it right. I'm feeling you know sad, religious, <laughs> and I'm so mad at the church. I can't believe they would inflict so Shmeet. much hurt. Why? Yeah. Could you put such a hole what? in my face that I constantly feel like a bone from grace? You might be on something right now. And you clearly can't get this right. Dude, I think you I must be on something. I'm so Jeez. mad at the church. So I can't believe they would inflict so much hurt. <laughs> Dude. I, I, I'm pretty sure that you are so high. Now I'm smoking like a chimney with the purple push up in me. I'm really on cloud nine. I got aliens sitting with me. So many seem to forget we will smoke until your eyes get peeled. So every now and again, we got to remind you about the smoker deal. Never smoke it drowning out of brain breaking down and three if we ain't fucking don't be touching on my thunder now my mouth is getting dry and you can see the veins in my eyeballs looking like i just asked them alcohol i laid a new port of muscle addicted to menthol and i'll be smoking till the core of the calls and my plants are all tall and fluffy and when i'm checking my buds i swear to god i start to dance like puppy i'm old school like a huffy and i set a roach clips and if you notice when you're looking i get the resin on my lips i put a half in a paper and you'll never see it dripping and i'll smoke it until it burns all the way down to my fingertips <laughs>
so we have a guest verse on this track from one violent J. There's technically two guests on here. Whatever. <laughs> Just saying. There's, yeah, I know. There's a there's a there's a little uh a, a, a small break that has Blaze on it. That's true. Thank you, Blaze. It was really nice so, to have you. Violent J is the named feature. Yes. And Jay really comes across as someone who just started smoking like last week. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I love them drug smokes. Give me that Weedle. I'm going to shoot up. <laughs> I'm glad that we have similar um, sympathies on this because <laughs> I really put like, was Jay necessary? He didn't start smoking weed until, like, right around the Wraith era. Yeah. And Blaze is the one who got him to start smoking weed. <laughs> so He's no Lazy Bone, and this is no Hydro. No. But, well, so, this is the thing. I actually don't mind this track. It's not bad. I just don't want Jay on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, all the times, and this is the thing, I, I didn't realize that I didn't, mind this track until doing our listens they <laughs> perform this at shows and anytime i've always been like oh this fucking song and now i'm like no that's the optimal time for me to hear it because jay's not there <laughs> <laughs> so you're so, saying you're thankful for the split i mean you know it's it's had its ups and downs <laughs> it's it's interesting though like this this is not a bad weed track. And I mean, we've only had a couple of them so far that we've really discussed. And people are like, I think people probably love Hydro the most. It's so good. Um, Whereas, I, I mean, I said before, I'm like, I'm kind of indifferent to Hydro. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I won't say that like, oh, this is the worst fucking song Twist has ever come up with. But I think I do enjoy this one a little bit more. Man, I just want to cut out Jay's verse because it's I not think, great. It do, it has nothing to it. I think even in Monoxide's verse, he says something like, "Oh, I guess we got to remind y'all that we smoke some more." <laughs> like, like was they're it on this obligated one where, where, to do that. Was it every, on this track where every, he said like people like try to you know say they smoke more weed than them, or was that in Hydro? I can't that's in remember. Hydro. That's in okay, Hydro. My, but my in bad, this one, bad. he says something like, like something about like having to remind <laughs> people that they, yeah, remember we are the ones who smoke. <laughs> there's the there's literally a weed song on every every single twisted one. album. There might not be one on Mutant, but there's there's pretty much one on every record. I guess we'll find out in four weeks or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll find out longer, but you know. Yeah, exactly. Listeners will find out a little bit sooner. Um, if you have nothing else, I have a timestamp for a skit. Oh, okay. That is 4.05. Regina, girl, please tell me oh, I'm God awake because I think Violent I'm Jay. Oh, I think oh, I met so my bad. soulmate last night at the Pulse, honey. He was adorable. He was so drunk and so high. Then I gave him one of those little things. And, oh, he danced for me in his drawers, girl. Well, yeah, he's sleeping right now. He took me home. Oh, he freaked me, girl. Yes. Yeah, oh, he's, 
gotta wake up and take me home soon, cause girl, I am starving. All he had in his fridge was some cheese and donuts, and I finished that an hour ago, so I'm gonna have to wake him up. Okay, I'll call you then. I forgot about Bye, the skit in your monster for reminding me. <laughs> you don't wanna hear Violent Cheese Terrible Woman voice along with Ishan freaking out? Wake up, honey, you gotta take me home. I smell some badussy. You remember me, right? Hey, who the fuck is you? Uh, hey! No, you didn't! Did you write you don't remember me! Oh, wait a minute! Get out of my house! What? Are you a man? Hold oh, no. on! Wait a minute! What part of the game is this, man? Daddy, I'm high as a cloud boat, looking to touch anything soft enough, I can bust my nuts on. Like the marriage ass titties of yours, now I done seen many, many pairs of titties before, but them titties right there look sucker for to me with the nipple in the middle, what a sucker supposed to be? She got a Weed love song. Booyah. I guess. <laughs> I have so much fun with this track. It's a fun track. Um, who, uh, I don't think we, uh, we confirmed who produced uh, So High. Uh, Fritz I mean, and the ROC. Okay. And uh, who did this one? Guess. Uh, Fritz. Lavelle and Twisted. What the fuck? Okay. That was really off, but okay. I I love this song. Mm-hmm. I love the instrumental for it. It's mm-hmm. fun. I like that. I like that the guitar they got going in the background. It's it's a good it's a good fucking instrumental on it. It's it's fun. What what you got for this one, buddy? I wrote that it's a fun track and it's the usual thing. Take lit- <laughs> take literally anything that I have said about one of their past songs of this kind and including everything negative that I'd have to have had to say about them. <laughs> it, it all just maps right over to this one. That that's an amazing thing about Twisted is that like I can usually reach back and pull like uh, something anything that I said about another song and just be like, yeah, this one too. It applies here, yeah. Like Oh, which one was it? Was it Story of Our Lives where I was thinking like this is like a it's like a less rocky rock the dead, honestly. <laughs> like it has that energy to it. Like they just it's just the feel of things. I didn't even think of that and now I'm mad. <laughs> Cuz I'm right. Shut up. No. <laughs> well, Mike, calm down. We no. don't want to start a No, no, I'm not I'm not done talking about this one. Because I do need to point out, uh-huh. Monoxide says a bad word towards the end. Oh, he do. Yeah. He do. We got a, a hard R bomb. Yeah. 
yeah, Monoxide. About that. Damn you, because that's like that's my biggest complaint with this song. Because I know, like in the past, like whenever I had this album, I'm pretty sure that I was probably still saying that word at the time. Yeah. And I fully, you know, I take responsibility for that. Yeah. But man, not necessary. No. Uh, other than that, this song is great. It's uh, it's funny to think about the people that he name drops in the uh, in the chorus of what all the uh, the, the ladies remind him of. When he's high. Yeah. So it's it's I mean, just think about it. Just picture anybody who was on MTV uh, in 2005. And, and that's basically everybody that you get. Um, the only one that was kind of a, a random pick, but all also kind of makes sense was uh, Vita Guerra. And while she is not uh, a musician, which is what pretty much all those people were, either musicians or actresses, uh, she was a model, but I first saw her in the um, Frankie J Obsession No SMR video. Hmm. That's all I have on that. <laughs> it was just really weird for him to mention her. However, he pronounces her name wrong, and it really irks me. <laughs> <laughs> whoops and and that alone that alone is just the biggest form of controversy themes that we were given early on yeah they're talking a lot about uh sort of about like everybody being like pulled in every direction by like propaganda and stuff and distracted from things that are going on so you can be you know fooled and shoved in some direction to go die for you know some dumb bullshit Mm -hmm. so someone else can make money my thing was is monoxide was making sense <laughs> um and then jamie comes in and just kind of rambles he did the jamie thing which which right but not in a good way yeah i know <laughs> like i did not like that i was like oh wow monoxide did a better job than you uh, this time <laughs> but i did really like Monoxide's line in the beginning of uh, we've been lied to from 
from Lincoln to Gore, and now we're hiding under a bush. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty clever line. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Somebody, so. I, can't, I think it's Monoxide, says the line, anticipated like a UFO, which is not a simile. Like, <laughs> that's not... <laughs> Like, it is, but it isn't. Because <laughs> yeah, you, you it's, usually it's, have to be drawing a comparison, and I don't know what you're trying to say, besides just filling in space. <laughs> so this uh, yeah. this track kind of reminded me of it. So I've been... Uh, with my job, I can just kind of like have my phone playing stuff next to me all day, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. And lately, I've been putting on episodes of The Whitest Kids You Know. Oh, there you go. Have you ever seen the Moon Bears sketch? No, I I have only seen like two Whitest Kids You Know okay. sketches, and I'm pretty sure you showed me both of them. Fair. The Moon Bears sketch is one where Trevor Moore is playing the uh, like the press secretary, I think, Who, the, whoever talks to the press before the president does. Mm-hmm. And he's fielding questions about how... Uh, he's admitting that the U.S. has a secret moon base in the form of of saying that they have found moon bears, bears on the moon. And the press is asking all of these clarifying questions, you know, like, like you're saying that there is a secret moon base. Uh, yes, I am admitting that there is, we are admitting that there is a secret moon, there is a moon base uh, that the U.S. owns. And then they're like, are these earth bears or some kind of space bears? And he's like, uh, I can confirm that these are earth bears. And he makes like these weird, he drops like these weird references to things. He's like, yeah, these are, these are earth bears, not moon bears or Saturn bears. And somebody's just like, are you saying that there are Saturn bears? <laughs> and he deflects. He's just like, um, we cannot confirm or deny the existence of Saturn bears. <laughs> and, it keeps going like that until eventually one of them is just like, are we invading Iraq? You got me, guys. I almost had you. Yeah, yeah, we're invading Iraq. Like, ah, uh, I went too far. I went too far. I need you to send me that because that sounds amazing. Will do. That I is what this uh, track care was reminding Given of. the punchline, I'm still looking forward to seeing it all. <laughs> that is exactly what this track reminded me of. <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> yeah, this this one's just kind of it's there. Uh, it's yeah. Okay, this is gonna be. Maybe this is isn't right for me to say but why is it that the tracks that are supposed to fit with the quote-unquote theme (laughs) that they've given us are the ones that i just don't fucking care about yeah the relevant ones are just like is that wrong i i can't i can't tell and i'm like mike like you guys are still making some good songs on here it's just not the ones that are i think supposed to resonate with Uh, you're, you're allowed to not like a song (gasps) that's true and sometimes in the attempts to like you know make a point or something like that if you're trying to and sometimes they're not trying to um you know you just kind of don't make a good song that happens that's 
that's just a thing. And I mean, also yeah. there's the fact that, as we've said many times before, they just can't keep their focus on what they're doing, like Jamie doesn't in this track. He yeah. just goes off on, like, the magic stuff, whatever. <laughs> okay, Jamie. <laughs> but do you remember what we were talking about? Also, no. if I didn't say it before, this was uh, Fritz the Cat in the ROC. Okay, thank you. Which uh, you can you can hear it a lot in there. Basically, this this album is some co uh, combination of Fritz, ROC, Lavelle, Twisted. It's <laughs> basically what it sounds like. Which, yeah. if I uh, and now that I think about it, uh, I think we should note. I believe that this is the first time that ROC is working with Twisted on here i don't i think that he may have done something on monoxide's album but i believe I that this is the first like that maybe we saw him pop up elsewhere i don't remember though he i think was on blaze i think he was okay. on colton grundy that's but possible yeah the only other there there is there is other stuff that we haven't talked about the uh, projects that we didn't get to partially because a i don't own them b they are not readily available even for streaming um, there have been, um, a couple, well, at this point there would have only been one, uh, a Fright Fest, uh, EP that had come out. We are going to talk about Fright Fest in the future because they did just basically put it all as a compilation. So we'll get to those tracks, but there's going to be people that they would have been working with at the time that we just didn't talk about yet because obviously we didn't talk about those projects. So people like ROC may have already shown up in the, uh, in Twisted's history at this point, but we just didn't see them on these main albums, so that's why. Yeah. But b believe me, we will we will get to that point, and you know what? Just just hang tight, get ready. <laughs> I'll disconnect you like SBC, then reinvent your whole style for free. Suicide's even a better choice than me, so you really need to think about the shit you call beef. Don't come trying to explain the bit, cause you really start to sound like that same lean bitch. Yeah, that same lean bitch used to suck my dick. Who I see you tongue kiss, who you all in love with. Just tell me, don't she fucking suck the dick, right? I hope you don't think she learned all that shit overnight. Now you stand here looking with that killer man attitude. Should've been showing me some gratitude. The truth hurts like a semi-truck. Just came out of nowhere, crashed to fuck your whole world up. Don't like it, then don't ask. I won't say shit, cause I ain't the one you wanna come and get. Come and get. Yeah. Yeah. What a fight of your life. I'm gonna end it literally first note they finna fight <laughs> like that's that is th there is nothing sweet about this this is literally th they're gonna fight you this is this is a very straightforward track it's a fight song they they stay on point for the whole thing mm -hmm. i agree and i think that everybody we heard violent J was showing up there mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, this is a much better verse for him than oh, so yeah. high was uh I really, really dug his part in here. If Jay um, is picking fights all over the place. Mm -hmm. He refers to himself as a 44 clapper. Now, mm. 
let us remember mm. psychopathic riders. One particular member known as oh, Fo Fo. <laughs> <laughs> One Paul Monoxide Paulson. <laughs> Is That's Jay, exactly it. I'm not even correcting you. He's Jay showing up on one of his tracks. Son of a bitch. And just mm. dropping that line, taking a very quiet shot at him. Wow. See, the, the seeds were planted long before 2012. Mm. They're fighting the, the whole way through this album. <laughs> um, It's only going to get nastier from here out. No, for sure, for sure. Who uh, Who produced this one? This one was Lavelle. Okay. It's so weird to, like, because I haven't pinpointed, like, Lavelle's sound. Yeah, he's a weird one at times, but this one does have, like, that kind of, uh, like that, I I wish I could, I wish I knew keyboard patch sounds, but it has that specific sound to it and the little jazzy chords. Yeah, because I I don't want to say synth, because it's not. It's a quote unquote synth it's, sound, it's, but like it's not it's not quite like, a marimba patch, yeah. but it's it's in that same vein, kind of bell sounding. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But yeah, he seems to add that on some of his stuff, and maybe that's, you know Oh, we gotta put the Lavelle special on this it, track. It's that okay. the chord texture. He's yeah. he's in that like funky jazzy sound, and that's 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 where he's that's where he sits generally, it yeah. seems. Yeah, but I like it. This song mm-hmm. is honestly pretty damn cool. Everybody's good on it. Violent J, good job. You you kind of redeem yourself after you know your piss poor take on so high. Um, <laughs> damn. So yeah, I have no complaints with this one. This one's pretty good. No. Oh. We ready to to move on? I think so. Oh, all right then. Well, what's next? Fuck you. Oh, you motherfuckers want to get live? Okay, let's do this. Who you looking at? Who you talking to? Thank you hard. Bitch, I'm hard too. It's a click in here tonight. It's the click in here. Hell yeah, motherfucker. So what you gonna do when they say I'm a teller? Think I'm playing. Is the fam in the house? Let me hear you. Let me hear you. Let them know that um it, is do they do this at shows do they hype people up at shows with this you know what i i don't know i feel like i may have heard them do this once i feel I like this remember. sounds like it could be a big show hit just because people get to yell fuck you a bunch of times see but here's the thing is if i've ever heard them do something so short it's been smoke break yeah uh, so I can't remember if they've actually done this. They they might have. But. Yeah, this is just a, a nice little interlude kind of breaking up. Uh, everything else in this album. This a love song. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Think you hard, bitch. I'm hard, too. Shut. Oh, my God. <laughs> you. You. no no i refuse you are done 
Uh, so, <laughs> listeners, I'm taking applications for the new co-host of Juggalo Judgment. <sighs> I Please did it. send them to... That's my escape plan. Somewhere. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, my God. Hey, I didn't write the lyrics. <laughs> this is all on Twisted. I also, I'm pretty sure that uh, that was Blaze in the beginning of it, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's Blaze, Blaze is just, he was just chilling at the studio and just yelling at people. The door was open, so it just it picked up on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he do. Blaze is audible from anywhere within the studio. I mean, yeah, I I could I could imagine, especially if well at this point I don't know if this was like one less G Blaze then oh definitely oh yeah yeah remember he 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 lowered the vocals a tiny bit that's true that's true <laughs> but yeah that's that's really all there is to that track there's you basically heard it i could have let the whole thing play but you know i didn't want to you, we, spa- we spared you the pain i'll leave the rest of that up to you you can go track it down on your own and listen to the whole track and it'll be like an adventure you know yeah, for sure so, so let's move on <sighs> to track number 11 feel this here we go. Juggalo, clap, clap, juggalo, clap, clap from the front to the back. Juggalo, clap, juggalo, juggalo, clap, juggalo, clap, clap from the front to the back. Juggalo, clap, juggalo, clap, juggalo, clap from the front to the back. Juggalo, clap, clap, clap from the front to the back. Speak to a tone, readjust your drums. Highly intelligent force, species labeled dumb, numb from the neck up zone. It's not performing through the energy we acquire. We are reborn. It's intense. So we commence to dispense the shit. Spin verbal milk you suck in the sour tear. They consider it to competitors trying to elevate. And then mingle with the venomous snakes Fuck that, you can go on and slither away Simple-minded motherfuckers swiping sugars for my Kool-Aid Who made the sky red and swallowed the sun And spoke the word of mine to enlighten them I said, everyone, no, I believe that's us So when the mics are on and we bust It's like an adrenaline rush So you don't and mine too When everyone behind you As long as you keep it twisted We'll always be beside you I want you to feel this This pain, this hate Even if you can't pretend to feel this Pace on this track. It is a speedy boy. Mm-hmm. Got Jamie kind of chopping it up. Oh, he for, is for chopping it the fuck up on this one. Also, I mean, it's not just on this track; it's throughout the album. But like the the this like he's got a lot of good wordplay going on. Mm-hmm. Like and. In the moments, uh, whenever he is not doing his thing where he's like, Illuminati, Triangle, Sam Hain, Magic. Like, he does good wordplay. It's (laughs) impressive. Yeah. Which is interesting when this, the majority of this track is kind of just a flex. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, it really. It's flexing. It's taking shots. You know, they're, they're, they're doing their thing. They're, they're spraying and praying. So, uh, I remember an interview that they did. I don't remember how long ago this was, um, but it was, I, I think this was after they left Psychopathic. But I seem to remember that somebody had asked them, like, are there any songs that 
you've done live and just don't work and like without even pausing jamie was like yeah feel this was one of them <laughs> he, he was like it, it's it's almost meant to sound like a club song which is why like having the the juggalo chant in the beginning was supposed to get people amped mm-hmm. and it just didn't translate well it shows so they took it out of their set list damn um so it's it's kind of weird actually for what's interesting is that this album there's only a handful of tracks that really get done at shows uh this is one of the albums that probably has the least amount of concert set list songs and i could see that yeah i mean again this maybe points to the monoxide saying oh yeah that's the one where we were really experimental and it's like yeah it's rough whenever you make a bunch of songs that you you know they don't translate correctly or how you envision them to be so obviously people aren't going to want to hear them as much Mm -hmm. um that's why uh it's interesting whenever i hear i remember an interview that tech nine did uh quite a while back where he said we don't make songs that we can't perform live he's like we may not do the songs live yeah we won't make them if we can't do them live which is why like he doesn't do punch-ins or anything like that and you know he you know the chuh that he puts in his stuff like that's obviously a punch in, but that's obviously yeah. where he's breathing as well, so it makes sense. That that's um, that's just, you know, extra shit, but the the verses yeah. he can rap the verses is is what he's talking about. Right, exactly. He's not gonna do something that needs to have a vocal effect or something um if he couldn't actually physically perform it. But yeah. this album just has a lot of stuff that maybe fits in the realms of the C D but not with a live setting. And yeah. So that's why well, it's I mean, kind of like weird this... because this would have been a song that I've been like, no, I could totally jam out to this at a concert, but I could also see right. people being like, eh, there's other songs on here. I'd rather hear live. I, I mean, this is, this is literally the exception that like tech nine himself said was like, yeah, there are some that we don't do the, we don't do live. Like they could do any of these tracks live. It's just, uh-huh. that's just the problem. Like that they're just not, good in a live setting <laughs> right right for sure and that's Unless they why did story like, of our lives which you know they should they should do more live <laughs> i've i have heard story of our lives mm-hmm. i have heard so high and i'm pretty sure that i've heard car uh karma interesting maybe even won't die but i can't remember um it's been so long since i've gone to a concert <laughs> <laughs> it has been over a year fuck this shit but yeah this i i enjoy this song but it's there i think part of the reason i like it so much is just the beat is so groovy oh it's it's got some move into it it's also cool to hear jamie chopping because this is one of the earlier instances of him doing so mm-hmm. and he is not bad at it it's and and he gets better <laughs> he so whenever he does it like even the short bursts of it that we get with him as the tin man like oh, it's yeah. not super fast but he is like just rapid fire dropping those lines it feels good he's got mm-hmm. a good his voice has such a good tone for it and he just he just has a good feel for the style he, mm-hmm. he does good shit 
Yep. And like I said, we'll hear it more as time goes on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there was a point in time where I was like, oh, man, I only want to listen to Tech 9 I only want to hear chopping. Chop, 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 <laughs> chop, chop. There is a time for it. And it's not all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a while to realize that. There are some artists where it's like, no, if you guys, if you do this all the time, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, n- no joke. Um, he's It's changed a little bit in, in recent uh, releases, but Ritz, I remember mm-hmm. whenever his first album dropped and you were there at that show. Um, I was there. With me. Um, he had uh, two speeds. He had fast and faster. Yeah. <laughs> um, to the point where on his debut album, I was like, he's rapping faster than tech on some of this shit. <laughs> um, but he's so good at it and I can still understand every fucking thing he says that I'm like, OK, I have no problem with this. Don't give me no early 90s twista where <laughs> you have to slow down the shit and you still can't understand it, even though he's clearly saying words. We know oh, he yeah. is. He has... He, his enunciation is immaculate. Your ears just can't fucking hear it because it's just too fast. Like, it, it's... Which is why he slowed down on purpose over the years. Yeah. He does not rap as fast as he used to, and that's not because he can't. It's because people couldn't understand it. Yeah. But Jamie is in a a, a nice speed here. He picks it up at times in the future, but this is a nice, this is a nice bass for him if he wants to to get into the realm of chopping and monoxide it's kind of just like not doing my own thing <laughs> yeah monoxide by the way refers to a poisonous snake trying to steal his rhythm and i'm just gonna let that hang in the air as we move on to track number 12 entity Every three years, an ancient ritual takes place here. Here. Every three years, an ancient ritual takes place here. Here. I communicate with the death through seven LCD screens. All programmed to channel 13. They conversate and have a laugh and tell a joke. by shaggy mm-hmm. two dope here but on that hook as as we've noted in several other tracks on here we have the unsung hero blaze you dead homie blaze has a good voice for that he does i i really like whenever he's in that low register like he'll he'll 
later on, we don't hear it much at this point, but in his next album, he has parts where he sings like in a higher register and it's like kind of cheesy, but it fits for him. But I love whenever he does this deep voice because it, it's just it adds another layer of of uh, uh, spook for this song, which is what it needs. Yeah. So here's some interesting stuff for you real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I haven't been uh, naming the uh, producers on these tracks for these past few. So from, same person. <laughs> from Get Ready up to this track, it has all been Lavelle. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize how much he was doing on this album. And on Get Ready, it was mixed by Violent J. <laughs> oh, okay. The rest of these were mixed by Fritz and Twisted, so. Huh. Yeah. yeah, I wow, I really did not. He did a lot of fucking production on this. So much yeah. on this album. This one's That's weird awesome. for him. Like, I mean, I, I guess yeah. Lavelle can. I mean, obviously Lavelle can produce stuff. So I mean, like that's it. It's just this. This is more in the style of you know a Fritz or whatever. Yeah, yeah, probably. So first off, um, uh, they need the Winchesters. <laughs> I haven't finished Supernatural. I'm just stating this. Um, and yeah, there's a there's a course by Two Dope on here that's that's pretty solid. So yeah, the the premise is they're all like their houses have an evil spirit there. Yeah, remember uh, remember that Dark Lotus track? <laughs> I really like uh, that one. I was literally just going to say like this could have and probably should have just been a lotus track well they already did one for dark lotus and it was it was better this one yeah, is still one, a good track which, which this, one uh the one where they're the the house one where they're all hell, talking about different rooms in the house that I don't remember hell house probably yeah well hell house is just talking about like the bad stuff about the house they don't necessarily say anything about like spirits though whatever i don't think so but yeah i i, I get what you're saying so I just want to note that um, it's not what kinetic energy is. Somebody mentions the thing being kinetic energy. It's like that's it's not what it is. <sighs> no, kinetic energy is what Gambit uses to charge his playing cards. Exactly. Then they explode whenever they land on something. That's kinetic e- gambit is also the reason that jamie madrox knew what kinetic energy knew the word kinetic energy to use it in a rap <laughs> that's probably right <laughs> so evil spirits are really nice about like giving you warnings and stuff apparently do you ever think about that yeah it's weird because anytime you see like in uh in, in any like shows or movies it's never so much the spirits themselves are politely saying get out. It's something else is telling you to get out or get away. <laughs> is it? The spirit is normally. I'm never like, clear on that. I don't know. I feel like anytime I've, I've seen some stuff, that spirit's kind of just doing what it wants to do. And if it wants you to die or whatever, it's it's going to do it. It's like normally a- an outside force or entity is saying hey, you should probably not go or stay in that house or anything like that. (laughs) 
Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like if the walls suddenly, like, start bleeding and say, like, leave or die, then it's like, well, who's doing this? <laughs> and if it's the spirit, why? Why Don't you just want to kill me or something? <laughs> like, You know what? That is, that is kind of weird. It's like, well, why would you want to ruin the walls of the house that you're, you know, inhabiting? Oh, you know. I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe they don't actually see that when they do it. Like they know that they're making it happen. <laughs> and but like they're they're seeing like the uh the the ectoplasm version of the house that's you know, all fine and dandy. Maybe. I don't know. I don't understand how any of that works. But yeah, I've, a, I've played a I'm decent a amount of phasmophobia me. lately and they do not do that <laughs> quite so much. I mean, if you get ghost writing, it'll usually say, like, can't run, or it'll have, like, like a brimstone symbol in it or something like that. But generally, ghosts just kind of, like, murder you whenever they feel like it. <laughs> if you've agitated them and said their name enough times. That's uncool. Oh, yeah, what? I forgot. What a dick move. I forgot. Shaggy, in his verse. Uh-huh. Decides to drop a 17 reference. Yep. And goes, because... I bet you don't understand that. Like, everybody understands it, Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, he says that uh, Madrox keeps the, the dial turned to 13, but he prefers 17. <laughs> and he says, like, I bet you don't know what I know what I mean. Probably not. <laughs> And there was a genius annotation that I really wanted to read from yeah. on that line, actually. 17 is a very meaningful number for Insane Clown Posse since their beginnings with music. They, they were often putting 17 into their songs. Couple examples, 17 dead. And then the next one that it says is in Wagoon Wagoon <laughs> Violet Chase. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, god, the very next bullet point in Cemetery Girl. <laughs> oh my god, they can You can you can fix annotations. <laughs> Shoutouts to Shadowlander. That's, Thank you for this. It made me laugh that's it. a lot. You now have to go back into every episode starting from Ringmaster. Anytime we mention Wagon Wagon. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Wagoon Wagoon. <laughs> be changed wagoon, i guess i also wagoon, do that for uh, i guess i also dragon. have to do that for cementary girl <laughs> no nobody listens to riddle box that's true yeah wagoon wagoon dead body dragoon oh this is hang on this this is pretty specious but it's probably right knowing icp because the the cementary girl reference, it says one line sounds because every night at 215, my baby haunts me. When you add two to 15, you have 17. But I don't know, that one's a little, a little specious to me. <sighs> that's a that's a stretch. That's all I have for entity. <laughs> that's fine. It's pretty good. It's all right. You know, I actually don't mind this one that much. It's um, I've, I've always been kind of like turned away by the the intro part. I just don't care for that. Uh, but the song itself is OK. So yeah. it's, it's, that's that's all I have for it. Yeah, it's okay. uh, I, I don't have anything. All right, then. Well, 
we can, I guess, move on. Yeah, I, I guess we're going to avoid the argument. Every time I leave, my heart is torn apart. And every time I see these things, you know I want to start to change. You can feel it like rain coming down from the sky and mix it with tears falling from out of my eyes. It's no surprise that my life is similar to a roller coaster filled with ups and downs. I won't enjoy it till the ride is over. Probably not, but it's okay. Forget it, skip it anyway. My feelings are irrelevant to anything we do or say. No, it's not that I don't trust you. And my love is infinite. I tell you every chance I get so you will never forget. So you can miss me with that shit that you be saying in them arguments. Throwing around possessions and destroying our apartment. There's nothing that would happen that we couldn't talk about. But lately we've been riffing instead of trying to talk it out. I said that I would never leave you and I still feel the same. But it's killing me inside the fathom that your feelings have changed. Just wanna, just wanna break up with you. I got it. brought this song up to me um early on um i think as one of the like concerning tracks uh just the ones that just every time we have to go on the subject it's just so uh... I, I, i'm i'm gonna be honest i think that madrox like for for what he says in his verse because if i remember right it's just one verse Ma- madrox the hook and then uh monoxide has a, a verse yeah i don't think that they they each do some uh two madrox seems like genuinely earnest and like he his from his stance seems a bit relatable mm-hmm. um but you you brought up to me uh via text earlier on that uh paul is is of the yeah um, not really taking uh, accountability for shit that I do. It's just like we've been over this. <laughs> like, like we had an entire album from Monoxide that did that. Yeah, and like, it, I, I, it, with this being the first project since then of anybody from Twisted, it's more of the same. Yeah. That, so Jamie has a really good line in his verse where he refers to them riffing instead of trying to talk it out. As in, you've just gotten to the point where, you know, you you hit them with whatever you've get, whatever like the the hardest thing you have is, and then you don't that that's it. You've mm-hmm. you you win the argument instead of working out what's what the problem is, and that's like a fucking thing. Like that's a that's a problem, you know. Yeah. And like both of them, though, like. But both of them get into this whole thing of just like it's it's like well I didn't say that I was gonna leave it's like well fucking she did and your opinion doesn't matter on that <laughs> like 
sorry, no one's obligated to stay with you if they feel like this position is untenable. Like, sorry if you really wanted to work things out. They got over you. <laughs> like, whoops. Yeah, it's, it's it's not an easy situation. No, it's I mean, not. It's, it's it, but it but it does. It really stands to. You know, you have to kind of just accept that. Like, yes, you can make the effort to, you know, reach out and try and and patch things up. But if the other person has no desire to do so, um, it is up to you to accept that and move on to then better yourself. Yeah, it's it's kind of shitty, but it is also the best way for personal growth. There, there, there is a sentiment that is commonly shared uh, when it comes to relationships and stuff that in some cases, like, yeah, fine, that's a that's a good thing in general. But there there are times when it just isn't where people say about like, I asked this older couple how they were together for so long. And they say we came from a generation where if something was broken, we fixed it. And it's like, what, like a fucking eye socket or something? Is that what like? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Sorry, like, there are times when you just that's it's just there's just nothing to be done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, sorry. It's, it's very weird because it's that's a very old school mentality. And I mean, there's people who firmly believe that and and for quite a few people hey it works yeah but it We're, also is a matter of that does not work for everyone yeah and like they, for that, the sake that was of, also a generation where like women didn't stand up for themselves because it was bad yeah. for them societally <laughs> like yeah totally it was it was you know man equals breadwinner equals you know, he runs the place and we are not necessarily in, you know, those times anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, we could and we could rant about that, like, you know, till the cows come home. Yeah. But it, it for for what they're trying to do in this track, like I said, I think that Madrox is a bit more earnest about it, but Monoxide, we've. We've I mean, Monoxide is earnest. He means everything. Oh, it's just, yeah, I think he's just kind of no, like, <laughs> like he just doesn't. the The morals that he has portrayed are not uh, <laughs> are not on the 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 better end. I guess is how I just want to say it. Like, and and again, we we said it on Chainsmokers and all that stuff, like. I don't know Madrox's or uh, Monoxide's situation and stuff with with his ex or whatever and how things went down and all that stuff. And you know what? Maybe she did have a lot of problems that she also refused to address and all that stuff. But like with with everything you admit about yourself, she's perfectly validated in leaving and not wanting her daughter around you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I have nothing else on no, this track. I, that's that's and my side of the argument. Man, God damn it. No. Stop. No? No. Oh. That would technically be the end of this record. And 
if it was left at that, that makes sense. It kind of has a sense of finality to it. However, there is one more track. One more. One more little nugget of awesomeness. One might even call it bonus, bonus flavor. flavor. Uh-huh. Re, re, remix. Bitch. Throw me that fire. We creeping in too, baby. We got five on everything, man. We got a uh, Lavelle. Uh-huh. We got a uh, Twister. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You say you got five on my tender, you can bend her over the table, but be sure that you bring my stallion back to my stable. Say, bruh, no elementary school ground playing. Not a five dollar bill, over five double zero on the real field. I'm on the level, stabello. No criticism from the fellows, hello. Being keen, doing the high speed, but still don't top the baby. I'm busy, Lavelle, you can't see me. Like that quill, I drop fever. So either put your five up or you gotta leave it like fever. Cause see ya, Nicky Purpin broke and smoke and spliff all day and go home and buy tricky with his pretty and parlay. I got five on the Hennessy, Seagram's a gold. Cause this is how we do it like Martel Jordan. I'm from Detroit City, Frank Nitty is a goner. I'm blowing it up like Oklahoma. Put your feet with my fin and best believe we'll bend. More corners than you thought till something right is bought. Most CZX, best believe that token. Where you from, Oakland? I mean Detroit smoking. In attempts to crack the chest plate. The zips be so fluffy, the whole town loves me. At every event, I'm sacked up. So if you need me, scream Eshaan when you see me. I got five on it. Flavor. For those that don't know, that is also referred to um, on some later compilations as I Got Five on It, of which course. is what it's a almost word for word cover of the remix of the Luna's track of the same name. Yeah. We got Lavelle. We got Esham. We got ICP. We got Twisted. Mm-hmm. We got drive-by. Everybody's here. Yeah. This is... <laughs> you You heard. Um, this is the, like, epitome of one of the, like, family-era songs. Um, I mean, from about 2003 to, I think, early 2006 these tracks were happening pretty frequently where we had songs that had pretty much everybody uh, on it. I mean, we had that with um, back on Colton Grundy with the song climbing. Um, and we have it here with a, like I said, a pretty respectable cover of I got five on it. Yeah. All um, I had to say was it sure is a remix. <laughs> That's it. Um, <laughs> So if I look at it here, give me one moment. I'm bringing up genius. So I, I do believe that Jamie Madrox, Jamie Madrox jumps, drops an N-bomb adjacent. Yes. In this. And I, yes, which, I brought this up to you yesterday, uh, actually. Um, 
It is it is not with an ER. It is not with an A. It's with a Y. Which is also in the original. Uh, is it? it, or it not in that same line. It's it's no. But in, in that line, it is with the A. Oh, well, okay. Well, so. interestingly enough, that same alteration is used elsewhere in the original. <laughs> well, interesting. Weird. So, yeah, we have, uh, let's see. We got Drew Down. We got the Loonies. Shock G, Numbskull, and Yuckmouth, Richie Rich, E-40, Spice Ooh. 1. And, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> the... One of my favorite verses in here might be Blazes, who is doing E-40's verse. And it's an uh, E-40 verse. How could you not like it? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and he does it like almost like almost exactly how 40 does. Um, But this this track is fucking great. I mean, like the instrumental is is pretty much just like how the original one is which it's it's an iconic instrumental like i got five on is is like pinnacle of early 90s rap and yeah they they clearly just made this and had fun with it yeah so yeah like how can we how can we say anything negative about it again when when you say that this is well yeah aside from that when when you when you say that it's like the epitome of like the '90s kind of kind of style and stuff like that, it's, um, it's, I think it's well, up no, there. Well, well, whenever I was listening to this, and whenever I think about it in my head, I hear the hook to this, mm-hmm. and I almost hear it in the same vein as the pre-chorus to Return of the Mac. <laughs> like I don't know why. Oh it's just there's God. like a little bit of call and response to it that has that same feel to it. And also just the tone of his voice is right there. Yeah. Yeah. Although that is what I mentioned before about Blaze, like kind of singing in that high register. Because mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's Blaze. I yeah. love it. But yeah, everybody does their verses pretty much spot on to what the originals were. So it's cool. It's kind of cool to hear ICP kind of pay homage with that yeah like i said everybody does a damn good job with this and it's a fun track uh this would have been really cool i don't think it would have ever happened but it would have been cool to see this done live um it obviously would have only been done at a gathering and that would have been the gathering of 05 (laughs) but that would have been cool name that production uh well first off who did the argument because i don't think we heard that one Oh, fuck. I just put everything back together. God damn it. Hang on. Shit, what you? Your case is not good, by the way. Uh, yeah. I fully uh, believe it, it was like, like that because... before I got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's because the uh, girl who bought it for me broke it. <laughs> when she tried opening it. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Uh, uh, the argument was the one that was by the other... This one doesn't actually, ha- it doesn't have anything for bonus flavor. <laughs> oh, really? That's interesting. Argument was by Esham. They, they probably don't have it because obviously it's just a cover. Yeah. Um, I'm, but it isn't the exact same instrumental. So I'm curious who uh, replicated it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly, like whenever I saw Esham's name, even though it was for the argument, like I was like, that makes sense here. <laughs> but yeah, now I, I don't know. I I could have pit this as being Esham or Lavelle. Yeah. So, speculation arise. 
purely speculating. So that is Man's Myth That's Volume Man's Myth. 1. That is Mansmith. I should note, and I think I mentioned it very briefly earlier, but uh, listener Stank Biscuits has been looking forward to this episode for a very long time because it is their favorite Twisted album. It's a shame. And I spent that whole time <laughs> saying, I'm going to rip the fuck out of this album. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we did that necessarily. No, I don't think so. I think what we are gave your, this what are your some final high praise this? in some areas. I think that this album, I certainly giving it another listen here, and you know, on, so this is this is a weird thing. Whenever I'm listening to take my notes and stuff, it's sort of a different listen than the ones that we do right now as we're wow. playing through this. Because like when I'm doing my listens, I'm like kind of paying attention to it and like trying to you know see what I want to talk about in it and all that stuff, and. Now, whenever I listen to it, now, you know, I'm I'm done. I don't have to think about anything. All my notes are right here. I don't have to remember. So I'm just kind of like, whatever, I'm getting into it and stuff. So sometimes I tend to like these listens a lot more as we're listening, mm -hmm. as we're going through them and stuff. And this is about the same. I mean, I think this album in twisted terms is OK. Mm -hmm. Like, it's good. It has good tracks on it. It's not like terrible maybe on a level like in terms of what i'd expect from twisted i think it's a bit mediocre um and that's you know that's whatever hot off the heels of the green book i'm just like i don't know <laughs> like this is just eh as follow-ups go but i mean also it was the green book what you know <laughs> What can you do after that? Like I said, I felt like they were setting this up to be a big thing with the intro and karma and all that stuff, sounding like they were trying to trying to follow up Hell's Pit Wraith kind of stuff and do their own spin on that kind of feel, talking about big things like that and being a Christian hip hop group. <laughs> Uh, they didn't invite anybody from Audio Adrenaline on. Uh, we didn't get uh, DC Talk. I mean, not even Toby Mac on his not own. Not even Toby Mac, formerly of DC Talk. Couldn't have gotten Grits. Oh my god. There'd like be like, ooh ah. And again, T-Bone. Where's T-Bone at? Mm. Where's Five Iron Frenzy to, you know, do like a guest ska thing on it come on guys but still as i said there's still some really good tracks on this and some some fun going on here and if i was to concentrate all of that enjoyment into say three songs it would probably be story of our lives it would probably be uh, I'd probably have to go with Off the Chain, I guess. And mm. Bonus Flavor. Oh, shit. And then... I mean, what would I get rid of? Probably... Uh, the Argument? Yeah, probably The Argument. Okay. 
So I, I have very similar thoughts. I think that when we were listening to Twisted's earlier stuff and, and you know, when we started with Most Hasteless, we were like, whoa, these guys can fucking rap. Like, good job, ICP. You got these guys who are really great rappers. Mm-hmm. Wow. We're pretty much liking a lot more stuff on here than we're liking on ICP stuff. <laughs> this is crazy. And then, you know, we touched, you know, two cryptic collections almost back to back. We were like, for fuck's sake, guys, like, oh, chill. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I mean, we got some something different with Freak Show sounding more alternative or rather industrial kind of, I, I think. But Green Book was, you know, kind of a new beginning for them. And this, I think, is a bit more toned down with what the sound that they already established at this point um, was kind of showing us. So, yeah, there are good songs on here. It's mm-hmm. not to say that this is, you know, toss this in the in the bargain bin, because I don't believe that. But for being the first of two projects that were coming out back to back, um, I could really see people hearing this at the time and then possibly being concerned that, you know, well, we got this. What are we supposed to expect for the next one? Mm hmm. I think so, I think in this one, like, I I hear less that I like. I hear less interesting things in their writing than I'd like to hear. Like, mm-hmm. it's just whatever. But stylistically, like, I can still hear them, like, vastly improving, and mm-hmm. like, they're evolving a lot in in just like the way that they can deliver and just their their abilities as rappers separated from the writing part of it just yeah the ability to say the words they're fucking on top of it it's just having words to say is where they just don't do so good all the time right and i can agree with that and when you couple that like with the production this has great production it mm-hmm. really, really does. They've got amazing producers on this album. I mean, like I said, I hadn't looked at this for so long, so I didn't realize how much Lavelle did. Like, Lavelle might be the standout person for production. He did good with the work. Exception of, with the exception of Fritz on Story of Our Lives. Um, But, yeah, whenever you can say things in a really, really cool manner, but when the content itself is not uh you know extraordinary that doesn't give me much more to want to come back to yeah so this uh, unfortunately this is to me on the lower end of twisted's catalog for that reason alone it's got it's got good tracks to bump to and i mean if you give me a full instrumental of this album i'll listen to it like i'll have this on in the background and jam yeah but there's not a lot of stuff that I want to hear. And that maybe that's why they don't do a lot of these songs at shows. Maybe other people feel that way. Maybe Twisted themselves feel that way. I don't know. I mean, that's what it seems to be. <laughs> yeah. So, funny enough, I'm actually choosing the exact same songs that I'm keeping hey. as you. Um, although, to be completely honest, Get Ready would be an honorable mention. Yeah. Because um, that's a pretty good one. And yeah, it's it's either between controversy and the argument that I'm getting rid of, but I think I'm also going to get rid of the argument because controversy at least has kind of a cool hook. Yeah. 
Um, there it is. The so perfect yeah. matchup again. Yeah. So that's man's myth. Um, that's thank man's myth. I hope that you enjoyed us utterly demolishing your favorite Twisted album. <laughs> Deal with it, pussy. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Jesus I hope you enjoyed Christ. it. I know. I'm what so What are you doing? Mean. It's after midnight, and I don't you keep pretending clearly. that I'm the monoxide here, but you are the monoxide every time. No, not at all. You're always taking shots at everybody. No. Twisted I, history. All the I things said, <laughs> that you have said. All the things you said running through my head. All the things running you through said. your head. <laughs> so, thank you, guys and gals, and those who don't identify as such <laughs> got it good recovery yeah nailed yeah, it here we go uh, uh let us know what you guys think of twisted man's myth mike you're floundering how can they tell us what they think oh my goodness of man smith they can tell us all about their thoughts of man's myth on the social medias such as on facebook juggalo judgment on twitter at Juggalo Judgment. Yeah. <laughs> On Instagram. At Juggalo Judgment. They can send us a long message in an email. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. They can hit us up on our personal Twitters. At Schmeave. At Mike Spawn, the SEJ. And they can also hit me up on my personal Instagram at Straight Edge Juggalo. Delightful. With Got all of that. that, with all of you rushing to your keyboards to send us a fuck ton of messages that I won't read, it's time for us to... I'll read to... them all. I'll read them all if they're not on Facebook. <laughs> it's time for us to, to wrap this up in the reverse way that we started it. You're gonna finish all the fucking fagos. By vomiting your fago back into your drink. Exactly. And then, close, and then close again. And then crack it open again. again and down it. <laughs> Delicious. Indeed. <laughs> Peace. Much love, y'all. Peace out.